0: Hey folks, welcome back into the Arch NFL show against the odds uh week three of the NFL season. Uh this is a special betting podcast where we look at certain odds uh and different uh, permutations ahead of an NFL weekend. Week three, Michael McQueen joined by Brian O'Leary. Brian, how's it going, man?
1: Oh good, Michael. Another enticing weekend ahead of us in week three, starting with this uh, uh NFC North Clash on Tuesday night with the Steelers traveling into the Browns, and then we've got some watering games this weekend uh, books, the one that stands out, stands out to me.
0: Yeah, we're recording this on a Wednesday and basically the, the plan is to put this out on a Friday. So if you are listening, these are going to be tips going on for the Saturday, for, for the Sunday, weekly Sunday. Uh, so we're going to look at America's game of the week, Sunday night football, Monday night football, and anything else that tickles our fancy. Um, a couple of notes we are using odds from points bet in the states and points bet uh, don't operate in in Ireland or the UK so do check out your own, your own bookmaker uh the odds will be different where you go to and obviously please folks gamble responsibly only bet what you can afford in terms of a few notes from uh, from our friends over at points bet Brian, uh last week I was mad i mean like some of my picks were an absolute disgrace and i look forward to improving on that this week um Couple of potential angles to look at here. First off, um, given the late fourth quarter turnarounds, the New York Jets were 175 to one against the Cleveland Browns in play with points bet with a minute and thirty left on the clock in the fourth quarter. They were saying to us they didn't have any clients take that price, but they did have a client, uh, Brian, that took them at 66 to one, who went to bed very happy on Sunday night. Uh, that's an interesting one, isn't it? Uh, have you heard of any other uh, elements with points bet to bring up? Yeah, they also
1: you, you look man, they, whoever took that 661 would be extremely happy. And I imagine they had a, a, good, few, a good few quid in terms of uh, the return. And uh, yeah, there was, there was another very really interesting one $25 turned into 10 k at a party. So essentially, a party to us is what we would call an accumulator. And uh, the last leg cleanup was the Cardinals, you know, and a lot of people, including ourselves, had picked the Raiders. Um, a weekend with crazy comebacks and again, it was kind of capped off that late comeback by the Cardinals to get the game into overtime and that punter was uh, recouping 10k as a return with that uh, in fumble a touchdown return by the Cardinals. And um, I'm sure he's also had a very good
0: week. Absolutely. Um, And it says here as well Russell Wilson was a big drifter in the MVP market. He went from 18 to 1 to 40 to 1 after the Broncos winning against the Texans, albeit they were very poor against the Texans. Nick Bosa shortened in the defensive player of the year odds, and Lamar went from 13 to 1 to 10 to 1 for MVP. Uh, Brees Hall moved from 18 to 1 to 10 to 1 in the uh, offensive rookie markets, um, which was probably the biggest price move in week two. And we'll probably get to talk about Russell Wilson and that move in the MVP market when we look at, say, Sunday Night Football, Brian, uh, in a few moments. So let's look at the first game. Uh, the game that we're going to focus on is the 9.25 Ireland time. Uh, Packers go into the Bucs, America's Game of the Week. Um, probably it could be the last time, Brian, that Rodgers and Brady face each other. The over is 41. Um, and in terms of the spread, it's two and a half in favour at the minute of the... Green Bay Packers, sorry, it's 1.5 in, in, in favour of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as it stands um, 10 to 11 on. So that's actually changed from 2.5 now to 1.5. So the box favored by 1.5 points. Do you think that's being generous on the fact that Tom Brady's thrown two touchdown passes so far this season? Or what's your what? thoughts on the over and under there? Over, over, over and under has actually increased now to 45 it's gone up well, to I think there's 42. My bad, my bad, my bad. 42. I still
1: think it's quite low. Uh, bear in mind how expensive these offenses have been over the past few years, but I think the bookmakers are concerned about what players are going to be available, you know, for the books offensively. Looks like uh, Mike Evans is going to be suspended at the time of recording. He's the appeal hasn't been confirmed, so he may or may not get to play. I think it's unlikely he'll get his appeal overturned. And they've got injuries, Brady hasn't. Played up to the level in which we're used to over the course of the first two weeks of the season. And I think that's the reason why they, the line is so low. And then we also had the pack who didn't really turn up in week one against the Vikings. So just too many question marks right now about both offenses as, as to how well they're going to do this season. That's to me why, I think, why the numbers is down. I think at some stage, the two offenses are, are too good not to play well. I think at some stage, you have to kick in the gear. And I think it could be this week. I think we might see a bit more high scoring game than people expect. And I would lean over. Uh, on the game itself and it who's the winner, I'm surprised that the books are favourites. I would put it down more so to the fact that they're at home. A lot of the Packers have them played great. They did have a comfortable win last week. Um, there's too many injuries for me on the book side. Um, I still think Packers was. They're trying to amalgamate all these new offensive players into a system and get, get used to playing with the Rodgers. I think that's going to come at some stage. I'm leaning Packers on this. I'd, I'd rather take the points. Um, the over and the Packers for me.
0: I'm going with the Packers and going with the under. I think the Bucs are going to struggle on Sunday night. They brought in Cole Beasley this week, which is a positive move for them, but they've way too many injuries. And if that defense does come up in the game for them, like they did in Dallas and like they did in New Orleans, I still think if, if the Packers were to get a win, it's not going to be a high-scoring game. I like the under there, but then it's boring, isn't it, betting the under? So we'll see what happens. The money line, Packers 11-10. to 10. Uh, The Bucks are 4-5 to five on. Look, it's um, Tom Brady's. It hasn't... Hasn't went fantastic for him so far this year. He's got two wins, so he's laughing. But um, it'll be intriguing to see just in terms of the scope for the betting, especially in the MVP market. Like You would struggle to see Tom Brady win, win the MVP this season if he was to continue to go to week four, week five. And the stats were staying the same where they are now. Uh, let's jump to Sunday Night Football. So what a difference a week can make. Uh, Trey Lance is out at the as quarterback in San Francisco because he's broke his ankle. Jimmy Garoppolo back in. Um the the Niners are f- slight favorites for this game. They're 78 on in the money line. The Broncos are even money. The over is 45, a 10 to 11 on, and the spread is one and a half. So, 49ers are one and a half point favorites. And that goes into our talk, um, Brian, at the start from the point spent data that, that you know the Broncos offense struggled big time um, in week one and in week two. So, the Bookmakers are seeing that, and they can see the fact that when you've got Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo there, and you've got a bit of consistency in the guy that's been there for a few years. I think it says a lot about the Broncos' offense, but at the same time, they could turn it on. It just depends. Um, I'm really stuck on who would win this game in terms of the money line, but I like the over. uh, 10 to 11 on, 45. I can see in a primetime game at home, I can see Russell Wilson starting to gel with the offense, but it's anyone's guess who's going to win this game as far as I'm concerned.
1: Yeah, we saw the 49ers' defense really rebound, rebound very well last week in their opening home game against the Seattle Seahawks and once the Seattle offense didn't do much in the second half against the Broncos, and, and they were shut down last week. They still have playmakers there to see The be dominance so dominant is probably what we expect of this uh, offense defense and kind of kind of plays into why that over was a bit. You know, I think it started a lot larger in the week. It's kind of creeped up a little bit. Uh, Jimmy G is back as the quarterback for the 49ers, so... We've seen two strong defences. So I'm going to go against here, Michael. I'm actually going to go under. I think there's two really strong defences and what the Broncos have delivered essentially right now on offense. The second half against Seattle, they were very impressive and the, the only, you know, three field goals last week against the Texans team that right people don't expect a lot of. But defensively, they look like they're going in the right direction and the 14 ers defense looks like it's going in the right direction. At some stage, Russell Wilson has to get he's gone. I'm going to lean Broncos to win the game. I know, I, I know people have it. Huge expectations of the 49ers now, with Jimmy G back as the quarterback. But Russell Wilson was brought in for these type of games. I mean, the amount of primetime games in which the Broncos have this season, bear in mind they didn't have such a great season last year, it's kind of signifies what the league and what everybody thinks of Russell Wilson. At some stage, he has to get it going. I think it'll be Sunday night picking the Broncos, but I think it'll be a low scoring game. I'm going with you on that. I'm
0: taking the Niners which is interesting uh, and this is again this is recorded prior to the weekend so do check the odds because it will fluctuate on your bookmaker uh, the game that is uh, at the time of recording this is this game's five days away so who knows what will happen with, within the space of five days it's a really intriguing matchup between the Cowboys uh, who lost in week one Dak Prescott's out for a few weeks with an injury uh, and the Cooper Rush comes in a the quarterback They're now sitting one on one after beating the Super Bowl runners up uh, the Cincinnati Bengals in Dallas going up against the Giants who are two 0 have started well in that sense in the sense of the one two games. The Giants are favored at two and a half points on the spread. The over and under is 39 and a half. The money line is six and a half. Uh sorry, six six uh six for five for the Cowboys, five to seven on for the Giants. The Giants slightly favored. Do you think, Brian, that's because the game is in New York? Um or do you think that's because they have more certainty at every position apart from quarterback at the minute?
1: I think it's the home factor. Um, last weekend, the Giants uh, were well up for the game. They're already kind of initiating this buzz around trying to get everybody to wear white at the game on Monday. The Giants are going to be in their white-colour rush here. Um, they're they're wetting the appetite for a crazy madhouse of MetLife on Monday, which we haven't seen for years because the Giants have been so poor. And it's a, it's a big divisional clash. There's also the quarterbacks factor on both sides. I mean, we don't know what we're going to get out for Russia. And right now, I still feel that we don't know what we're getting out. Daniel Jones. Um, Jones' offensive line didn't play great on Sunday. Um, it's improved over the course of the two games, but still had its struggles. They got him against Michael Parsons. Saquon Barkley is at a strong start to the season, but I am going to, I think we're going to see teams start to try to shut him down and make, the, make Daniel Jones beat him. I don't believe Daniel Jones could beat this Cowboys defense either. So, I'm gonna lean under, and I'm also gonna pick the Cowboys to win the game and go two one for the
0: season. I haven't picked the money line yet, but I think it'll be the under. And um, but that being said, it's it's a really intriguing game because who knows what sort of Cowboys team we'll see after last week. Um so it'll be interesting. And that's Monday Night Football. Um it says here that we have to agree on a three touchdown score travel from the games. Let me give my bet of the week first. I think that the Kansas City Chiefs at six and a half point favorites on the spread at 20 to 21 on with points bet at least is printing money like obviously gamble responsibly but the colts i watched game tape on matt ryan yesterday and it's that's not a quick fix um so i, I think the chiefs at minus six and a half favorites is is really interesting uh, over obviously as well the over and the the over in that dolphins bills game at 54 is is nice yeah. what do you think Brian? but some bets of the week that
1: you want my Vancouver of week, Michael? It is the Seattle Seahawks at home to the Atlanta Falcons. Two and a half points. They only, it's a field goal game. Um, I know the Falcons play quite well in the two games so far, so a lot of people expect them to go in and, and beat Seattle. But Pete Carroll has a, has a knack of rebounding off difficult results over the course of the years, but it was Russell Wilson, quarterback, and other quarterbacks, and they tend to be very strong at home. Um, and we saw what they did in week one. Um, defensively, they played quite well for a large part of the game. Um that's my bet of the week. I think people it's not the most attractive game of the week, but it's a it's a low number for me. I think Seattle Seahawks will rebound at a two and a half points. That's one for me. Quarterbacks are touchdown scores in three games we've discussed. I'll go with the Giants game first. I will say Tony Pollard uh, to score for the Cowboys. He's had a bit more of an increased play last week game, which we said on our we our Friday night you know, previous show. We felt that he needed to get more in the game. Um, he did on Sunday, they win the game. It's no coincidence that Cowboys fans want to see more of him than they do with Zeke. I think he'll find a way into the end zone.
0: Cole Beasley has scored touchdown in his first game as a buccaneer for me on Sunday. Um I think it, I, I haven't got the odds of me, but I just think you know Brady needs somebody to throw the ball to there's too many injuries. Evans out with suspension. Cole Beasley makes sense. Uh, either that or and Lenny, but I'll 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 gamble and I'll say Cole Beasley. What's the other game in the Broncos game?
1: I'll go Debo Samuel. He he's he's a Joe, he's a Joe position. He can be catching the ball on the on the perimeter or he's taking it as a running back. I think
0: it's very hard to bet on a Broncos player anytime because there's too many like I'm not saying too many good players, but there's too many players that Wilson can give it to. It's not that reliable, I think. Um but, so um, I yeah, I agree. Normally, I,
1: normally I'll be saying <clears throat> take Gordon or take Williams, but what we're finding when they get into the red zone is they seem to be shying away. They're shying away from the running game last weekend. I don't know, I'm saying reflective of the of the fumbles in week one, but you'd have to get that, you have to get that run game back in action.
0: Those odds that we had are from our friends over at Points bet only available in the USA. Uh, so please, you can't bet with them in Ireland or the UK or, or Europe yet. Who knows what can happen in the future? Uh, obviously, your bookie will be different. Please check out the odds. The spread could be different, but usually yeah, it is the same. Just double check, folks. Uh, and if you're gambling this weekend, please do gamble responsibly and only bet what you can afford. Brian will be back for week or next week before we're in London for the Vikings against the Inskins. Thanks, Michael.